1: Hour number two of our two-hour extravaganza on this Wednesday, April 14th. Here is truly Scott Wetzel sitting in, Opposite Picks on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204, your local affiliate all around the nation, 844-843-6879. Again, uh, toll-free, 844-843-6879. Uh, we've had some phone issues, uh, but uh, if you want to give a call, go ahead and try it out, and hopefully it's uh, working today. Uh, if so, we'll pop you on. Email me. Go to the website, oppositepicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away little emails, little tweets, phone calls. We got some YouTube chat going on as well. Good day here. lot to talk about. we can do our baseball betting and our systems that we're going to play. We got our opposite picks later on this hour. Uh, we got our trend plays and, uh, and everything else uh, with football. We got some basketball stuff. We got baseball. And uh, we got hockey stuff all as well. We'll start with a little baseball yesterday as the Red Sox win, Stankies lose. You know it's going to be a good day when that occurs. Red Sox have the best record. How about this in the American League? Only the Dodgers and the National League have a better record in all the baseball. The Red Sox at 7-3. and three. Who would have thunked that after they lost their first three games at home to the god-awful Orioles? They ripped off seven straight wins, have a three-game lead over Tampa Bay, Toronto, Baltimore, and the Stanks in the East. Dodgers win again last night to 7-0 as uh, they whitewashed Colorado, which uh, the Rockies, I think, when everything is said and done, uh, the Rockies, I think, are going to be the worst team in baseball. Uh, three and eight right now. They lost four in a row. They, they are – last play, they are done. You know, we're not even going to get out of April, and their season's going to be over. I don't care if they allow everybody to go to Rocky games. Who would go go to that, their games? I mean, they are just going to be atrocious. So, nice job by the Dodgers. Trev, they heal back-to-back home runs. Trevor Bauer, though, even though he pitched terrific, seven innings, allowed just uh, one hit. Uh, but he threw a pitch, at least one, with one of his eyes closed. One of those dopey things we saw in, in the preseason. Why he has to do stuff like that, I I don't know. I I just don't know. Mets took a doubleheader from Philadelphia yesterday, winning 4-3, 4-0. So, a uh, good job by the Metsies there, who continue to win when Jacob DeGrom does not pitch. Got some surprising numbers for DeGrom that we're going to go over uh, when we give our baseball stuff here in a little bit. Uh, Oakland over the Diamondbacks, 7-5. Uh, Pittsburgh doubled up the Padres, 8-4. to four. Story there is uh, one Blake Snell did not get out of the first inning. That's right, yanked after two-thirds of an inning, gave up three runs through 38 pitches, was pulled from the game, and he was not happy. I, I'm going to assume he was not happy about being pulled. Probably a little disappointment in his performance, but he's now had three starts. As we broke down our number one for San Diego, he went four and two-thirds and out away from getting the win, and they yanked him five innings, and now last night's two-thirds of an inning. You thought things were going to change when he got traded from Tampa Bay to San Diego, and, uh, you know, no. Uh, Same as the old boss, as uh, the guy said on uh, on YouTube chat. Uh, It's the same old thing. Uh, He's got two and a half more years left, too, on his contract. So he's kind of stuck. The only thing is, you know, who's agent is, right? Scott Boros. And that's what I was saying hour number one. You know, when you represent so many people and you can get on the horn, uh, as uh, no doubt they must have done, Scott Wetzel said, again, taking you right up until, you know, 7 a.m. Eastern time, as we always do, is welcoming our full audience. Um, You know, you'd like to think that Boros would have gone to the Padres and say, listen, Unless you want to acquire a problem child here, just make sure. If you get this guy, we're trying to get out of this situation in Tampa Bay. So you let this guy throw 100 pitches, right? You know, you would have thought the Padres would have been like, yeah, 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 sure, yeah, sure. But you got three games, he's thrown 80, less than 90 pitches in two of the starts, and then a third one where he couldn't even get out of the first inning. Uh, and they yanked them so quickly. So there's uh, some drama, I'm sure, going on in San Diego over that. It makes no sense whatsoever. So that was the story from uh, from last night with with the baseball. Uh, Blue Jays do beat the Stanky seven to three. Yanks are now five and six. Eleven games in. Small sample size. I get that, but. Uh, That does tell you a little something. Uh, Look out for the Marlins. Here come the Fish, probably the most underappreciated team in baseball, 14-8 over the Atlanta Braves. Uh, They're now 4-6 after a horrible start. A little beanball war going on between the Cubs and Brewers. No punches thrown, people getting hit, Uh, but the Cubbies knock off Milwaukee 3-2. Cardinals all over the Nats, 14-3. Strasburg got rocked. Uh, he falls to 0-1, gave up um, how many runs here, a ton of them, uh, 14-3 for the Cardinals. He gives up four innings, seven earned runs, struck out three. Uh, I guess the, the network for St. Louis showed him kind of rubbing his back in, in, where when he was in an area, I guess, where the cameras aren't supposed to show you. So he was all pissed off about that, that they showed him on TV rubbing his, rubbing his back. Uh, No big deal there to me, but it is what it is. Mike Trout strikes out four times. Four times in a 3 2 loss to the Royals. Hmm, Interesting. And then he fails to even say hello to a kid who uh, came all the way from Topeka, Kansas. Uh, the Wichita, anyway, same thing. Uh, and, and gave him a little ball and a batting glove, but you know, the kid wants to say hello and didn't even say hello. What a snot. Unbelievable. Indians, the good little pitchy matchup between uh, Bieber and uh, Giolito. Uh, Indians win it two nothing as uh, Bieber goes nine, gets the victory. Tigers, eight two over the Astros, as uh, the tour continues for AJ Hinch and Company back in uh, Houston's taking the first two games of that three game series uh, back in the scene of the crime. Uh, as the saying goes, a Tigers team might not be too bad. And we'll keep that in mind when your do our baseball picks. So, NBA stuff coming up, baseball stuff, some hockey as well, and some football notes. All coming up. Opposite picks on Sportsman Radio. Center field deep. Backing up. Buxton leaping up. Can't get it. And that ball is gone. Hunter Renfro goes yard against Happ. And the Red Sox are on the board here in the fifth inning. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on Sports Grid Radio. Sirius XM Channel 204. Raphael Rafael Devers went yard as well. Fourth straight game for Devers as the Red Sox going long ball on a uh, Tuesday. Beat up the uh, Twinkies four to two. Double header for uh, the Red Sox and Twinkies uh, later on today as uh, they make up the game that uh, was uh, postponed on Monday. So Red Sox get their seventh straight win, and uh, we'll keep an eye on them obviously as we continue along here. Uh, some other uh, news around the notes, if you will. NBA, we'll touch on that here for a second before we get to today's stuff. Uh, Nets blew out the teacups, 127-97. Durant with 31. Clippers all over the Pacers, 126-115. We gave that out as a best bet. Hawks beat the uh, Raptors, 108-103. Strange line, opened up Toronto, 3.5-point favorite. Switched to Atlanta, settled in on Toronto, and and the Hawks ended up getting a 5-point win. Uh, Lakers, impressive win. Beat the Hornets, 101-93. Hornets showing that they're really, you know, a nice uh, team this year, game over 500, Uh, but can we take them seriously? No. You know, if, if you can't beat the Lakers without LeBron and without AD, final game of a long, long eight-game road trip. Lakers played up in New York. Uh, the day before, and and Charlotte can't get the home win. Ah, That's a bad loss for the Hornets. Good win for the Lakers, bad loss for the Hornets. So Jazz down as many as 17 against god-awful OKC win. They don't cover, though, 106-96. But if you play them in-game line, I'm sure uh, in-game live, you, you you probably had a great betting opportunity there. They were down 17 in the first half, but they do win. Suns blow out the Heat 106-86. Victor Oladipo did not uh, play for the Heat, didn't make the trip which only makes that line of the Suns being a three-and-a-half-point home favorite that much stranger. And in the Celtics, Jason Tatum goes off 32 points. He's been on fire of late, hits a big three late. And the Celtics win in uh, Portland, 116-115. to 115. Uh, I'm still not going to buy in. Fourth straight win for Boston. But, uh, I, again, whenever you buy into this team, uh, they, they tend to slap you in the face uh, with reality. Hockey last night, Bruins, boy, our Bruins just uh, – they needed a shootout to beat Buffalo three to two. And while that stuff can occur from time to time, um, one two weeks ago, they barely beat Buffalo four to two, but they did, and one of those was an empty netter. And two, really more importantly, they just got whacked by Washington eight to one. Eight to one. You lose a hockey game eight to one. You're supposed to come out flying the next game because you're so pissed off you were embarrassed. And instead, they barely beat an awful Sabres team 3-2. to Taylor Hall uh, didn't get a point last night. Did have three shots on goal in his Bruins debut. But I I, I don't know that they have some goaltending issues. But it really hasn't been the goaltending. They just haven't scored. They're they're not scoring. I mean, three goals against Buffalo. And, you know, really two goals. The shootout doesn't really count as a goal. So two goals against Buffalo. I mean... Again, you get embarrassed like that, and you don't come out flying the next time. There are signature wins in games. Um, that's a signature bad sign game for the Bruins. It really is. Uh, Rangers shut out the Devils three nothing. Capitals all over the Flyers six to one. But this is Flyers team just sucks. Wow, they made so many strides last year, but not this year. Uh, Anthony Mantha, the, the uh, new acquisition for the Caps, he had a goal and an assist as uh, the Caps are uh, playing great hockey. Uh, you got the Preds, isn't it? Probably the matchup of the night beat up Tampa Bay 7-2. to Predators are red. All of a sudden, Nashville is now 11-2, and and they more than likely will get themselves into the postseason after really playing just awful hockey uh, the entire year. And, uh, boy, they are turning it on at the right time. Uh, so they got a four-point lead. Uh, over Chicago for that final playoff spot uh, with Chicago with one game in hand and Dallas uh, seven back in the uh, Central Division. So um, that's your hockey stuff. All right, baseball. Um, here's what we're going to do. We You know, before we get to the baseball, let me, let me throw a couple things at you and then we'll do the baseball on the other side. One, um, Mavs owner Mark Cuban yesterday came out and ripped the NBA's playoff system. Saying that uh, you know it's awful, we shouldn't have done it. This one day after Luka Doncic did the same thing. Remember that. Uh, he says, I get why the NBA is doing it, uh, but if we're going to be creative because of COVID, we should go straight one versus 20 and let the bottom four play in. This is the year particularly to do it since the 10 games cut uh, for the normal 82-game schedule. They're down to 72, NBA board, blah, blah, blah. So he's not happy. He sh- he just says line them all up record-wise one through 20 and have one face 20 and go from there. Now, th- that's stupid. Uh, you know. But he- here's the bottom line to it all, you know, um, Several several years ago, Charles Barkley said he was misquoted in an autobiography. <laughs> you know, uh, which means you wrote the book. You know, so he was taken out of context uh, in a, in his own autobiography. know, uh, same thing with Mark Cuban. Uh, the NBA Board of Governors unanimously approved this deal to set up the playoffs as it is, one through six. Seven plays eight, one game, winner's in. Uh, nine seed faces ten seed, loser is out. Winner faces the loser of the 7-8 game, with the winner of that game then getting in. Those are your teams. That's how it's done, right? So the Board of Governors unanimously approved it. Uh, who is a member of the Board of Governors, which doesn't include all the owners? Mark Cuban. So, you know, he voted for this system at the beginning of the year. There's nothing wrong with it. I told you yesterday, I actually kind of like it. I I do because, you know, he's upset, and he even said it later on in his little statement yesterday. He's upset that these teams are now going to have to play because you want to finish in the top six, not the top eight because who wants to be, you know, or even top ten because who wants to risk, you know, being in a play-in game. So now he's upset because the players really have to take all these games seriously and really try and win to avoid falling from seven, eight, nine, or ten. And I'm thinking to myself, that's good, you mope. That that's not bad. You know, why why should it's bad enough these NBA teams and players are taking the games off left and right like they're going out of style. Yeah, it's good. We need something to make the regular season meaningful. Don't you get it? Fans are going to stay away. They they're, they're going to get pissed off at, at the product which is garbage at this point. So, whatever it takes to make all those teams, which is why I like the schedule the way it is, I don't like the fact that 10 teams actually have an opportunity, but I do like the fact that most teams now are either trying to get the number one seed or they're trying to stay out of that seven, eight, nine, ten 10 slot. So it gives an incentive for all these teams to try and win. God forbid the player should earn his paycheck. You know, God forbid that, yeah, you know what, Uh, the Dallas Mavericks, uh, you know, instead of just coasting the final month of the regular season, actually have to win because they don't want to fall into the seven hole. You know, man, I tell you. And for a guy that was in on uh, the Board of Governors, to approve this, and now come back later on. Like, well, I mean, Is he doing it because he wants to get on the good side of Luca? because Luca doesn't understand? I, I, I don't know, but you know what? Not many times I say this, but I think the NBA got this right. Again, I don't like the fact – I just as soon only have the top six teams dead. Maybe, maybe we should have that and just eliminate all the other teams. But if you want to have more teams, I understand it, but – I guarantee you, if you had 1 through 20 in a best-of-seven series, first off, the playoffs would last forever. Second off, you can't go 1 for 20. Uh, you know, I don't know if Cuban, you know, he's supposed to be a smart man, but it, it's got to be on a sequence of two, four, eight, sixteen. 16. You know, if you have 20, you'd have to get buys, and, and who wants to do that? You, then you get into the nonsense of who's getting the buys, the first team, the second-place teams. Uh, you know, and then he'd be bitching and complaining about you know, players have to play because they want to get the buy. You know, there's always some complaint. And these guys are multi billionaires, and all they're doing is putting more money in their pockets by this, and uh, they still have complaints about it. Wow, crazy! All right, baseball stuff coming up next: rules and regulations on how to win money betting baseball, and how we're gonna play it this year. Opposite picks right around the corner as well. We'll go it all next. Opposite picks show on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. That inner me. I mean, I just don't want to go for steals, and uh, when it's crunch time, you know, I try to make the right decisions, and that was the time to do it. You know, we're still learning. You know, this is uh, game four for me, like four and a half, I guess. Four, this is four and a half for me, so I'm still learning, uh, still trying to figure it out. And, you know, for a team that has so many people out right now and guys that are hurt, we're still finding ways to pull together and win. So it just shows the, the fight and grind that we have here.
1: All right, you go. A little bit from uh, Andre Drummond as uh, the Lakers do come up with a nice win last night. Uh, four games since uh, being acquired from the Lakers, playing four points, three points, twenty and fifteen, and uh, not, not too bad the first two, but uh, seven points not exactly cutting it in twenty-five and twenty-four minutes of play. All right, baseball stuff. Uh, as I mentioned, you know we we, like, with the, we wanted to let the season kind of breathe here a little bit. So if you remember at the start of the year. We were gonna have our rules on betting baseball, right? We're gonna bet series, not pitching matchups. Why? Starters go four six innings, you know. So what you know, Blake Snell, you're laying two and a half to one with Blake Snell last night, is yanked in the first inning, you know, and they go on to lose that game. You know, chances are he probably settles down and gets out of that first inning, you know, maybe only down three two and, and the Padres are still in the ball game. So you just can't trust these managers. So it's enticing to do. Boy, I love this guy versus that guy, but I'm telling you, don't do it. Bet series, bet underdogs if possible in these series. Not all the time, but if possible, uh, bet angles that can include pitching matchups. You know, which I'll get to here in a second with one of mine in opposite picks uh, with um, uh, uh, Wheeler going for the Philadelphia Phillies against his former team, the New York Mets. You know, that kind of stuff. You can if you find angles. Then you do it. Uh, you bet streaks. Red Sox in a seven-game win streak, positive or negative, overs or unders, right? So those are the four main cogs of betting on baseball. So what are we going to do, all right? So we're going to do all that. You know, we're going to bet on series. I told you we we're gonna, we we're betting Detroit, Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh in these three series this week. <coughs> you know, Tigers are taking the first two games of their series nice underdog fat plus 160 winners last night uh pittsburgh is a nice two to one underdog one last night philly's lost two uh getting swept by the mets as, as underdog. so that didn't help us out but in the three series so far we are three three uh and uh plus 205 total so with, with one rain out so we don't include that obviously but three and three so far nice nice job and that's how you do it. You know, you got to put yourself in a position where you go three and three, three and four, and you win money. That's why I like betting dogs. It's tough, it's hard, but you know, you want to win money or you want to have fun. It's as simple as that. So here's what we're going to do. On top of all those, we're going to bet against the Stankies every game. Not because I'm a Red Sox fan, because the Stanks are notorious slow starters to the season. And it's happening again this year. Five and six after losing last night. If you bet against the Stanks every game so far, you'd be plus three forty, based on a hundred dollar bet. Everything's based on a hundred dollar bet, so that's pretty good. And I, I don't think that's going to change. They're, they're going to have their streaks where they're going to win two, three, four in a row. They're going to demolish teams, but the depth in their starting pitching just is not there. So they're going to be two to one favorites basically every game. So, you got to find a spot where you could go against them and get good value. And, you know, would it shock me as we sit here on an April 14th, uh, you know, Wednesday morning? uh, They're five and six right now. Would it shock me if they opened up like 15 and 15? No. Uh, Well, that's breaking even. Not when you're getting two to one, basically, in every game. So, that's the idea. So, we're going to bet against the Stanks every game. We're going to bet against the Red Sox every game. Now, right now, you'd be three and seven. But you'd only be down a buck fifty. Why this? Because one, I really don't think they're that good. You know, hopefully I'm wrong, but um, this is like the perfect storm as well. They are a public team, no two ways about it. You know, you perceive, uh, you know, Rick Patino, you know, Big Poppy and, and uh, Manny Ramirez, they're, they're not walking through that door, okay? But it's still the Red Sox, world champs just a couple of years ago. The perception is it's still a great, great team. Maybe it is when everything is said and done, but I, I kind of doubt it. Not with that pitching staff and not with some of the holes in the, in the lineup. So, But they're a public team. You're going to get monster odds every game. They're going to be way overvalued. So we're going to bet against Boston every game. We're going to bet on Miami every game. They won again last night. You know How many people think the Marlins are going to make the playoffs this year? After, oh, by the way, making the playoffs last year, none. Oh, by the way, you know who had the best preseason record this year? I know it's just preseason, but one guess. Yeah, Miami, 14-5. and five. Nobody believes in them. No, you, you could name me a Miami Marlin if you wanted to, which is, again, the perfect storm. You got a pretty good team that everybody thinks stinks, You're going to get great odds every game. And it's going to be tough punching Miami on that FanDuel ticket of yours. It's the Marlins. It's not the Heat. It's not the Dolphins. You know, it's not even the Florida Panthers. It's the Miami stinking Marlins. I got to bet on Derek Jeter. Yeah, I know. All that's difficult. But, you know, they're going to be, I think, at worst, a 500 team. Right now, they're 4-6. and You'd be down 40 bucks if you play it on them every game, but the fact that they could be two games under 500 and only be down 40 bucks after 10 games again goes to show you that you're getting monster odds. So we're betting on Miami every game. We'll do this for a month. We're gonna bet on Detroit every game. Same thing. get monster odds. They're in a division that is mediocre at best. White Sox suck. Indians blow. Uh, You know, Minnesota's pretty good, but they're struggling right now. Kansas City is Kansas City. Um, They're going to go into every single game with a realistic shot of winning. They're 4-6, and which is not great, but you know what? You're, You're plus 35 after last night's win. Again, perception, they absolutely stink. But uh, we're going to ride this Badu dude, you know, and and when he stops hitting, then I'm sure they're going to go back down. No Cabrera, he's out, but that's actually probably a good thing. He was an automatic out in the lineup. So bet on Kansas City, or bet on Detroit, and bet on Kansas City every game, 4-4. and You're plus 55 bucks. Anytime I can go 500 and be up money, I'll take that. Oh, by the way, who had the best record in uh, preseason in the American League? Kansas City Royals. So, maybe they got a little something going. Well, let's get, we'll give them a month. Let's see if they can, uh, you know, uh, do as well as I think. Again, in in the central division, not good. They got a pretty good lineup. Pitching's a little weak, but their everyday lineup actually is not, not too bad. They're, and again, they're going to be in every single game. And and they're the perceived awful team, them in Detroit, right? You know, Indians, not bad. White Sox playoff team. Twinkies, not bad. Tigers and Royals, who's betting on them? But they're going to be in all these games, so we're going to bet on Kansas City. Next one, we're going to bet against Jacob deGrom every game. You know, the the, the Mets, since 2016, Jacob deGrom, his record overall for his career, 70-52, and pretty good. But the Mets, when he pitches, since 2016, 65 wins. 68 losses. They don't win that often when he pitches. Sometimes, you know, about 500, but you're not laying 500 when, uh, well, you almost are actually some of these games. He's not a 50-50 proposition. You're, you're not betting even with him. You're laying 2-1 to one plus every single time he's out there. Uh, he, he was over 2-1 to one favorite uh, his last game. Against Miami, minus 240. He might have been even higher than that, 270, I think it was, and he lost. They're 0 2 already this year in his starts. They don't win his games to justify his minus 250 price every time he pitches. He pitches terrific. I get all that. You know, I won't even have that debate about whether he's jinxed or this or that. But bottom line is, they're a 500 team when he pitches, and you're laying over two to one. So we're gonna bet against them. We'll, you know what? And the trend doesn't appear to be changing anytime soon. Uh, bet against Matt Harvey every game. You know, where's Bartolo Colon when you need him? The fact that Matt Harvey is still in a rotation, number two in the Baltimore Oriole rotation, is just mind-boggling. I, I mean, it is just, you know, uh, he stinks. He did beat the Red Sox one time. He got crushed the second time, and chances are he's going to get crushed every time out. Chances are a month from now he will not be in the starting rotation. So hop on him whenever possible. Bet on Walker Bueller, who is the antithesis of Jacob deGrom. The Dodgers in Walker Bueller starts 2-0 this year, 7-1 last year, 20 and 10 two years ago, 14 and 10 three years ago. Plus, he's seven and four in the road to uh, in, in the postseason as well, or at least the Dodgers are. Uh they win his starts, unlike the Mets with the Grom. I mean that that's all 43 and 21 in his starts, and now he's third man on the totem pole. Behind uh, you know Kershaw and, and Bauer, so what? Well, that means you're going to be matched up against other team's third starters for the most part. Not all time, but for the most part, that gives him a huge advantage. That's why I liked him in the Cy Young Award. But they just win his game. They give him a lot of run support and everything else. So you can't ignore the 43 and 21 record when he's on the mound. Uh, that does justify laying two to one. So there you go. Bet on Walker Bueller. Bet against Matt Harvey, bet against Jacob DeGrom, bet on Kansas City, Detroit, and Miami, and against the Stankies and uh, and Red Sox. We'll do that for a month, and we'll see how things turned out. Plus, some streaks and all the other things that we're going to throw in there as well. That's the angle. All right, opposite picks coming up next. We got a six pack, a little bit of everything, a little smorgasbord coming up right here on Sportsman Radio. Yeah, LLs know what that music means. Time to take out your pad and pencils and get set for the fastest and, more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, opposite picks. What are opposite picks, you newbies, ask? Well, we give you five, six, seven games a night, Five, six, seven thousand reasons why we like one team, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas and FanDuel. Three and three last night, evening out our mark: 183 up, 168 down, with one pit uh, push. Got a six-pack of winners for you tonight. Little NBA, little NHL, and little MLB. A little smorgasbord here. Start the NBA: Indiana laying five and a half at Houston. Uh, Pacers are battling for a playoff spot in the Eastern Conference. They got whacked last night by the Clippers at home. They cannot afford to give away a game like this, which should be a win. Rockets continue their brutal ways with another loss uh, last night. I mean, uh, the Rockets are now 3-29 straight up, 5-27 and against the spread their last 32 games. I mean, that is beyond brutal. Pacers coming off last night's loss to the Clips. They had won three in a row before that in four of five. So, you know what? We're going to get their A game. They're not losing to the Rockets. They're going to win this one by double digits. You just cannot put American money on Houston. Give me Houston plus the five and a half. Pick number two, Denver laying three versus Miami. How can we play the Nuggets after they just lost Jamal Murray? I hear you asking. Ah, this is precisely the time to play the Nuggets. Seen it happen a gazillion times. Star player goes out like Murray, and the team responds the first game after the injury. There's a reason why they're still a favorite over Miami. They're begging it to take the heat. Don't fall into the trap. Denver's still 20-5. It's last 25 games. They might not win tomorrow or this weekend or next week, but they will win tonight. Mark it down. Love Denver at home it Miami plus the three. Pick number three, Memphis plus two versus Dallas. I have no faith in this Mavericks team. I mean, think about what they've done or didn't do this past week. They managed to lose at home to pretty good Philadelphia. Okay, no big deal. After losing to mediocre San Antonio, okay. After losing to god-awful Houston, oh, they lost to the Rockets, Spurs, and and 76 is to a lesser extent, all in one week's time. Now they hit the road against a feisty Memphis team that's won five of seven with one of those losses coming in overtime. Dallas is overrated. I love the Grizz getting two points. Give me Dallas minus the two. Pick number four will go to the NHL. Minnesota laid a buck 90 versus Arizona. This is a no brainer. You have to have uh, a play here on the Wild. You got one of the best teams in the league at home in Minnesota playing at home. Wilder 12 and 1, their last 13 home contests, 14 and 4 overall, and they've owned this Coyotes team this year, winning four of their five games. There's really just no reason to think Arizona's winning this hockey game tonight. Be Arizona plus the 1.7. Pick number five, we're going to go to baseball. Seattle, pick them at Baltimore. I generally don't play pitching matchups. I've told you that, but I do play against pitchers, and that's what we're doing here, as we told you a little while ago. Baltimore could be playing Topeka High for as long as I care. I am playing against the Orioles because... Matt Harvey's on the hill. He sucks. His better days are long gone. The fact that he's in a major league uniform shows you how desperate the awful Orioles are. Matt Harvey? Are you kidding me? He hasn't been good in five years. If Seattle can't win today, then kick him out of the league. Oh, love Seattle and pick him against Baltimore and Harvey. Give me Baltimore. Pick him. Pick number six. Philadelphia plus 110 against the New York Mets. Another rarity, as I do like the pitching matchup here. Uh, I look for themes, systems, angles in pitching matchups. Those I will play. Former Met, Zach Wheeler, on the hill for the Philadelphia Phillies. He was 1-1 one one against his former club last year, pitching well in both games. Three runs in seven innings in one game. Two runs and seven innings the other. So he clearly gets uh, up for uh, these games against the Mets, who let him leave as a free agent two years ago. Some stiff David Peterson is on the hill for New York. He got walloped for six runs on seven hits and just four innings against this same Philadelphia team last week. Everything points to Philadelphia. Give me the Mets, minus 130. Our opposite picks, little NBA. We got the Rockets plus five and a half against Indiana. Heat plus three against Denver. Dallas minus two against the Memphis Grizz. We got a hockey play in there. Arizona plus 170 at Minnesota. And we got two baseball plays. Baltimore, oh, pick them. And the Mets minus 130 against Wheeler and the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, opposite picks for this April 14th. All right, there you go. Again, post them on the website. Three and three yesterday. We uh, hit with the the Lakers minus one. We hit with OKC plus 17 and a half. And we hit with the Indians two nothing winners over the White Sox. Uh, We lost with the Raptors minus three and a half. We lost with the uh, Heat plus three and a half. And uh, we lost with the Astros uh, against the Detroit Tigers. So three and three yesterday. And uh, overall, again, 15 games over 500. So post those on the website. Uh, Our uh, 16 parlay will go there. Alive and well. Thank you very much. As uh, Patrice Bergeron had to – we didn't really – sweat it out, but he got his three shots on goal. He had it after two periods. He didn't have any shots on goal in the third, so he was two and a half minus 150. I told you to hop all over that. Uh, He averages three and a half shots on goal. Every once in a while FanDuel gives us a freebie. Again, he only had three, so it's not like he had four, five, or six, but you know, Boston, I, I figured after an 8-1 shellacking against Washington was going to come out flying. They didn't, uh, but, you know, you got enough to get the three shots on goal against a god-awful Buffalo Sabres team, so cha-ching, cha-ching. So we have four now legs in from our 16 parlay. We won with Charlotte uh, last week, uh, the Cadavers last week, the Orleans on Monday, laying three and a half, and then Bergeron, uh, over two-and-a-half shots on goal. So we're going to add one to the mix today. Well, there's got to be – you know, we don't want to piss this away. We're almost home there. We're, we're almost there. Um, but I think, you know, uh, I think we're going to go to the – well, it's either Seattle against Matt Harvey or the Pacers laying five-and-a-half. Which one? Um I have my rule about pitchers, you know. I, I, our luck, he'll get bombed in the third inning, and uh, the Orioles will still win like eight to five. So, we're gonna throw the Pacers in there. Uh, you know, Indiana lost last night. The Rockets stink. Uh, you know, we're laying only. Let me let me check and make sure. Maybe it's down to five. Any kind of luck it's down to five on FanDuel. Uh, let's see what they got it now. Always like to use FanDuel's numbers just to be fair. Uh, let us see sports book. Let's hit New Jersey, even though we're in New York. Log in. And hit NBA. We have the Pacers as uh five and a half. Yeah, fudge. All right, five and a half. Um, I do like Denver too against Miami a lot. Nola Ola Depot, Nuggets with Mary. All right, well, we're going to go uh, Pacers. We'll, we'll put it in there. Why not? You know what? You only live once. So, Indiana minus five and a half against Washington will be in our parlay. Now, we lost with Charlotte. Uh, we, we started a new one. Uh, can't even get off the schneid on that one. So, now we're 0 and 4 uh, with our 16 parlays. So, we'll leave it just one for now since we got we to put all the marbles in on Indiana. So, Pacers laying five and a half. If we hit this. Now, it really, you shouldn't do this. It's really like a kiss of death when you try and figure out how much you're going to win. That's one rule of betting. We need to do a show on rules of betting that you do not do. And one of them, I know it sounds crazy, is you don't chink yourself by trying to figure out how much you would win if this one won. But that all said, we have uh, this would be four at minus 110. So minus 110. I'm going to jinx this. Minus 110. i got to put it to the parlay calculator here. Minus 110. Minus 110. And Bergeron was minus 150 last night. Minus 150. Uh, if we hit this, we'd be up to $2,113. Not bad. And then we'd have one more to complete it. So cross your fingers. Our picks last night, our NBA play, Charlotte, that was a loser. Over Karras LeVert, 17 and a half, easy winner. Uh, White Sox baseball pick of the night, loser, 2-0. Uh, NHL Bruins laying a goal and a half, loser. Prop uh, Bergeron was a winner. And then if I said if you were playing only, only one, it would be Bergeron, and that was a winner. So not too bad. NBA play of the day, we're 15 and 7 overall. NBA props, uh, despite yesterday's loss, we're 11 and 9, not bad. NHL were 13 and 14 for minus 410. Uh, NHL prop were 12 and 9 for plus 270. MLB play of the day were 4 and 4 now, still plus 122. And then playing only 1, 15 and 9 for plus 290. So, not the, you know, we we're, were doing pretty good on these things. Uh, pretty good indeed. So, and today, as again, Indiana and Laverts, Seattle. Uh, the, uh, hockey, did I give you the hockey ones? I don't think I did. I think I stopped. Uh, Indiana is our NBA play of the day over Levert seventeen and a half points again, right back on him. Seattle, even against Baltimore will as our play of the day in the, uh, MLB against, uh, you know, goofy Matt Harvey, uh, hockey. We're going to go at Minnesota lane two to one against Arizona with that great home record. Over two and a half shots on goal, Record Reichel, Ar- uh, Anaheim. Uh, he plays for Anaheim against San Jose, which uh, gives up the fifth most shots on goal out of anybody. No reason to think he can't get three because he averages over three a game. And then if we're only going to play one, then it would be Indiana. Uh, the, the Pacers laying five and a half against Houston. They really should win. All right, our trend plays real quickly. Uh, NBA, we got uh, three of them. Uh, hit 3-0 and last night. Uh, check that, NHL. 3-0 and last night. We hit under five and a half Rangers. We hit Boston laying 375. And we hit over five and a half Philly, Washington, cha-ching, cha-ching. Tonight we got three in play Minnesota laying two to one, wild 12 and one, their last 13 home games. Uh, We're going to lay two to one on Vegas at LA, Uh, Vegas 19 and eight, their last 27 games. They've been a nice uh, little tear here. And then uh, we're going to go over five and a half Colorado at St. Louis, Avalanche 11 and five over their last 16 games. Pretty good. Um, NBA, we went uh, two and one yesterday. Hit with the Hawks, uh, hit with Phoenix Suns, and then we lost with the Utah Jazz. Still two and one, pretty good. Two and five though for week and uh, for the week. Uh, today we're going to grab Philadelphia at Brooklyn because of their home numbers. Uh, San Antonio at Toronto. The Raptors continue to lose games. Uh, Clippers against Detroit. Clips now twelve and two straight up. Eleven and three against the spread. Uh, their last uh, 14 games, Indiana against Houston, Golden State at OKC. Despite the cover, they still stink. And um, over Washington, Sacramento, Kings, 30 and 22 over, including 17 and 9 at home. So there you go. I'll post all those on the website as well, oppositepicks.com. All right, we'll close up shop. We'll check out the poll question one more time next Tell you another good one as we uh, close up shop here on this uh, Wednesday morning, guys. On the uh, on YouTube, I mentioned um, Madison Bumgarner. Boy, What a, what an awful deal! Oh, five years, eighty-five million dollars. That is just brutal. He, they are three and nine in his uh, starts. Ah, uh, this season and last season, they they still have three more years left on that contract. He's done. Boy, he he screwed up a uh, a Hall of Fame possible career, you know, with his dirt bike and his accidents and and just being, you know, more interested in off the field stuff. Uh, that's just a proof. But Madison Bumgarner might not be a bad one. I don't know if you're going to get the the numbers uh, odds wise with him, but. Uh, you know, three and nine is three and nine. That's pretty good, including zero three this year. So, our poll question: most useless thing in sports. Uh, to not my surprise, that's for sure because it's at the top of my list. NFL mock drafts, fifty-two percent of the vote. NCAA bracketology, twenty-nine. Uh, MLB's magic number to clinch, thirteen, and then other. Uh, coming home with, uh, almost 6% of the vote, uh, CO dog that uh, said the NBA just in general. Okay. People are pissed about the NBA, uh, championship or bust. nets, uh, instant replay in baseball. Yeah. That really has turned to be a, a disaster. Uh, they, they've opened up a can of worms, but man, did that really between the home plate situation and, and. You know, balls in the midst, is it coming off the bag at the sliding clearly say baseball really should get rid of instant replay. Uh and then Eric tweets in uh, how do they know? Uh DraftKings puts up first inning, no run boost for Reds games last night. So I took it, then eight runs scored in the first inning. <laughs> how do they know? I don't know how they know. I I d I don't, uh Eric, but somehow or another they just know. I guess they pick and choose uh, certain games where you give Increase your odds if you go against it, but uh, amazing. So, all right, you're all set. You got the opposite picks. You got the trends. Again, post them on the website oppositepicks.com. You want to follow follow me even further. Join the podcast as we get into a few things more. Uh, but enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. We got more coming up right here on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM 204. Be safe.